Hi, everybody. I'm Rick Nelson, and welcome to PSYCOP Talks Winter Ops, the podcast devoted to all things winter maintenance. On this episode, we caught up with James Bryant, TRB's Maintenance and Preservation Engineer, at the Ashto Committee on Maintenance meeting in Charlotte, North Carolina. We got the rundown on what's being planned for TRB's Winter Maintenance and Surface Transportation Weather Committees this next year. But before we get started, I want to take a minute to thank all the states, all 37 of you out there that supported PSYCOP during fiscal year 18 with your voluntary contributions. These contributions support the Winter Maintenance Technical Service Program, better known as PSYCOP, and provides products like this podcast to help promote winter maintenance technologies. Now let's talk winter ops. PSYCOP is talking winter ops with uh, James Bryant, who is TRB's maintenance and preservation engineer. Hi, James. Hey, how's it going? It's, it's going really well. You, so we spent the last, I don't know, four or five days here at the Committee on Maintenance meeting uh, doing our annual business. And we wanted to sit down and visit just a little bit about what's happening with TRB. There's a lot of interesting and exciting things that are on tap for TRB. Well, I mean, the one of the most interesting things that's happening in TRB's world is that in uh, 2020, TRB will be 100 years old. Wow. Uh, yeah, TRB, we were actually uh, formed in on November 11th, 1920, uh, when the convening of the National Advisory Board on Highway Research met. Um, and I guess, uh, as we were talking earlier, uh, we've been meeting in the winter ever since. <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing like D.C. in January, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing would be that in um, next year, the 2019 Committee on Maintenance meeting, uh, affectionately known as the MAC, was going to be a combined meeting uh, with TRB as well as the Ashto Committee. And so we're looking forward to showing some ways in which research will be able to meet some of the practical needs of the DOTs, uh, specifically in the maintenance area. So how, how often do we do that? How often do we have that combined uh, meeting with TRB and the maintenance committee? Uh, we normally do that every four years. Um, okay. The last one was in Des Moines, Iowa. I think I believe that was in 2015. This year would normally have been the year that we would have that joint conference, but we decided to delay it a year because of the Ashto's reorganization and allowing the committees to continue to move forward with their business processes. Yeah, okay. And, you know, I think whenever we can get together with, you know, bring bring uh, the TRB experience to the practitioners, uh, you know, I think that's a really good thing. I think there's a lot of good stuff going on that maybe the rank and file don't necessarily get an opportunity to, to touch and feel either at a TRB meeting or, or one of the conferences. And I would say one of the best examples uh, that we have of that coming together was the 2016 International Conference on Winter Maintenance and Surface Transportation Weather. Um, in that conference, uh, what we did is that we pre-recorded the technical presentations uh, via webinar style, and we posted those online for conference participants uh, to view prior to coming to the meeting that was held in Fort Collins. And so when we got to the meeting, we focused on discussions. So we were talking about big data, we were talking about uh, environmental issues, uh, and 
we allowed the participants as we broke up into these breakout sessions to really attack these issues, not only from a state DOT perspective, but from a private sector perspective and also a researcher's perspective. And, you know, it was interesting. I was a bit concerned because this was the first time that we used this format. Yeah, right. So I didn't know how things were going to go. Now, we basically had, you know, uh, six total breakout sessions, but they were concurrent. So we had three. And the last one uh, ended about 530. And I was sitting and talking to one of my colleagues and I was saying, well, I wonder, did everybody leave the meeting already? Was it not, you know, what did it not catch their interest? And we walked into the room. All of the breakout rooms were full. They were still there past the time that they were supposed to be there talking about these issues. And it was a great experience. Yeah. You know, and you, you know, you mentioned those three, three general groups, the practitioners and the, uh, and the academics mm-hmm. and uh, the private community. Mm-hmm. I think Tina was telling me the split was about thirty percent, a third, a third, a third. Yes. So, you know, no group was really overrepresented or, or underrepresented. Um, do you think that might be uh, a, a model you'll follow in the future? Or? Oh, absolutely. Um, for sure, we will use that model uh, during the next uh, international conference on winter maintenance and surface transportation weather. That one is scheduled for 2020. Uh, we do not have a, a date yet or a location, but we're putting together our planning teams now uh, right. to start moving forward with that. And, you know, we're, we can make some tweaks to that format, like adding a poster session or shortening some of the presentations online to kind of get to the essence of what the research is about. But we really want to drive that discussion between those groups so that we can approach and attack those issues from all of those different directions. Right. And, you know, there's, there's even some talk of, of, of uh, combining a bit of a peer exchange mm-hmm. uh, in, you know, some collaboration with maybe some other groups. Uh, yes. Clear Roads, Aurora, PSYCOP. And we would welcome that because I'm of the opinion that having that practitioner discussion helps the researchers be a little bit more focused and cognizant of what the practitioners need. Right. And, you know, from a, from a practitioner point of view, when you have an opportunity to talk to the researcher and, and get more insight into, you know, what they were thinking and what their approach was, it's, it's, it becomes a lot more personal than reading a final report that, that somebody's produced. Yes. Uh, so let, let's see. We're, we're a few months away from the uh, annual meeting that's going to happen in, in 2019. Um, what's the schedule for that look like? Uh, I know well, you're, like, really getting into the uh, preparation phase. Uh, yeah, well, you know, we're well into the preparation phase. Uh, call for papers were posted uh, on June 1st, and the papers are due on August 1st. And so... Oh, that's, like... Yeah, Pretty right quick. around the corner. <laughs> so we are going to be buried with uh, papers and sorting through those papers and making sure that they get to uh, the appropriate committees. Um, this year, we're using a new system for uh, the review of the papers, and so that'll be a challenge as well. Right. But you know, typically we get around six thousand papers submitted each year, and that's been growing. So. Um, we anticipate somewhere between 6,000 
6,300 papers to be submitted this year. Um, and then those papers go through a review process, and that review process generally lasts uh, through mid-September. And then we work with our committee chairs to uh, decide which papers they would like to have presented in a lectern session or poster session, and which papers should be considered for publication in the Transportation Research Record, which is the journal of the Transportation Research Board. So who's, who's doing the reviewing? Oh, wow. I mean, the, the, same, the same groups that we talked about getting together, you know, at those conferences, they're the ones that are doing the reviewing. So the committee chairs will assign at least three reviewers for each paper. Okay. And, 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 and so for winter maintenance, our committees are uh, Tina's. Yes, uh, it's, the, it's the winter maintenance committee, the surface transportation weather committee um, are the two main committees that are focused on that that general area. Right. Now, um, and I think when it comes to uh, those those committees, uh, friends of the committee can actually get engaged in... Yes. There are opportunities for friends to get engaged. Um, friends may not have the ability to vote, but they absolutely have the ability to influence the discussion. Um, you know, there are times in the committee meeting where you really do want to call on those perspectives, regardless of whether they're a member of the committee or not. Um, you know, the, you can, a person can go to mytrb.org and create a profile and sign up to be a friend of any of the committees. And if you're a friend of the committee, what that does is that allows you to get the committee communications that go out. So if there's a research need statement that the committee's interested in developing, you have the opportunity to do that. If the committees uh, are putting out a call for presentation ideas or session ideals, you'll get a chance to weigh in for that. Committee chairs will often rely on committee members and friends to help them set up sessions in the organized sessions. And so there are a lot of ways to be involved in the work of the committee, even if you're not a, a formal member of the committee. And a lot of times, uh, because of the work that friends do, when committee rotation comes up, um, a lot of the chairs will look to them to make them formal members. Right. I, I know when I was early on in my career, I didn't get to travel to TRB <coughs> very much. And, but, you know, I was listed as a friend of the committee. And, and really, even though, you know, I wasn't able to go and sit in on the committee meeting once a year, being engaged through, you know, emails and correspondence and, and being able to provide some input and, and, and really you know, getting a heads up on what was happening, uh, I thought was really valuable for, for me. So I guess, you know, the message would be to encourage folks, you know, if, if you think you have an inkling, you know, go out there and become yeah. a friend of, of the committee. And, and we'll, we'll remind everybody on the, uh, you know, on our website uh, that where they can go to, to do that, the MyTRB. And I mean, the biggest thing now is with all of the virtual tools that we have, whether you know whether it's Zoom or WebEx or GoToMeeting, there are ways that, to share information and to be engaged even beyond email correspondence. Um, and so there are always opportunities for people to be involved uh, with what we do. Right, and and you know uh, I think it's so important, you know, particularly for our young listeners out there, the the opportunity to influence the direction 
of your industry, you know, sort of begins on that research side. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really a great way to, to communicate uh, and to participate. And, you know, all of our committees are required to rotate a third of its members off um, every three, you know, every three years. Uh, so that creates uh, a, an ongoing opportunity for uh, people to join uh, committees mm-hmm. so that we can continue the, to keep the uh, ideals diverse and we can continue to keep the ideals flowing. Right. Now, um, speaking of papers, there's been uh, a uh, new award that's been uh, created, and, and I think it, that's in, in large part due to the energy that you and, and Tina and Kathy, the, the two GRB chairs, really put into this to make this move forward. Absolutely. So it is really exciting because uh, we were talking at one of our meetings and the ideal came up is that, hey, why don't we create a, a committee level paper award for a paper that has had an impact on the practice uh, in winter maintenance or surface transportation weather. Um, and so that is the long name for the award, but essentially it is a award that was created to celebrate the impact that Lee Smithson have, has had on our industry. Um, now, I had a limited exposure to Lee. I think by the time I joined, um, you know, working with these committees, Lee, he was, he was the, uh, the PSYCOP right. um, leader at that time. Um, and then it transitioned over to you, Rick. But, um, you know, from everything that I've heard, the discussions that I've had with Lee, he's had a tremendous impact on some of the, pra- the practices that state DOTs use in winter maintenance and operations. Right. I mean, he, he was, he was, he still is. Yes. You know, he still <laughs> is uh, a visionary, uh, you know, when it comes to moving things forward. And, and I think what was really interesting um, so we had a little conference call mm-hmm. when we clued Lee in that that this award had been um, uh, it, it, it was uh, approved and, and blessed and we had gone through the review of papers mm-hmm. and we've selected one we're not going to say who it is because that that'll be uh, announced at the TRB meeting in, in January but we wanted to, you know, let Lee know that this had, had been done, sort of, mm-hmm. you know, in his honor. And um, through the course of the conversation when we were talking with Lee, he um, brought up three or four n- new ideas to us <laughs> that we should be working on and uh, that it wouldn't be very much longer before we would start to see these things roll out into industry. So um, even though he's, he's uh, like officially been retired, and, and, uh, but he's still out there and he's thinking about it. And uh, he's engaging to to keep people's uh, juices flowing. So yeah, you can never retire a great mind that produces great ideas. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. So so it, it it's been perfect. So it's in you know to draw attention to the fact that that there's research that has you know really influenced the practice and, and to highlight that I think is a good thing for you know both winter maintenance and surface transportation weather. Mm-hmm. So what else is going on with TRB? Is there anything else that, that we should, like, make people aware of? Um, let's see. We, we covered the 
combined conference with uh, the maintenance committee, the mm -hmm. ASHTO's maintenance committee. We talked about the uh, uh, TRB conference, the annual conference, the annual meeting mm -hmm. in, in January, and, and what we've got on tap in 2020. Um, what else should we make people aware of with respect to TRB? Well, we have a pretty extensive uh, webinar program. Um, and so as webinars um, come up that are in the various topics, um, you know, they're posted on our website. But uh, we, we produce and conduct uh, a little over 100, or 100 webinars each year. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, you know, be cognizant of that. It's another uh, way in which you can connect with us. Um, and then just in general, uh, if there's any research needs that are out there, any ideals that are out there, any innovations that are going on, you know, connect with our committees. You can connect with me. You can connect with the committee chair to let us know because we want to continue to share and push innovation throughout our industry. Right. And, you know, and it doesn't do do anybody much good if we just, you know, sit in a, in a smoke-filled room and come up with these research need statements, you know, if, if there's needs out there, we, we need to get those cycled into the system yes. and, and move forward with them. Yes. Now, I, so when you talk about the webinars, that reminded me, um, you all have a, a very good newsletter that you put out mm -hmm. that announces all of these. Yes. How, how would somebody go about signing up for that to make sure that, that they know what's going on? Uh, you could go to our website and uh, look up, I think it's products, um, but it's basically the TRB e-newsletter. Uh, anyone can sign up. Uh, you sign up and you can select the categories of the information that you would like to receive. So if it's just winter maintenance, you can click winter maintenance and if something comes up, you'll get an email about winter maintenance. If it's maintenance and operations, pavements, bridges, whatever the category. Um, you can sign up, and when relevant research comes out, uh, it'll be distributed to you. And it's not just TRB-related research. Um, it can be research from a state agency, federal highway research, right. some uh, colleges and universities. Uh, we pick up a lot of different things that are of interest to our communities of practice to share, um, you know, for, for folks to kind of look at and see what things that they may want to um, put into their systems or use within their agencies or just generally disseminating disseminating information. Okay. And so what we'll do is we'll we'll put a link to that mm -hmm. in uh, in our podcast website as well. So okay. people can click on that and, and get going where they're going. Oh, so. that'll be great. All right. Well, James, thanks for sitting down and, and visiting with SciCop uh, and talking some winter ops with us. Uh, it's always great to get together at these meetings. Um, you know, you always come away with a lot of energy and, yeah. you know, and then a lot of ideas. Yeah. And then, then you get home and like reality hits, but it's, it's good to like recharge your batteries every now and then and, and start thinking about some, some futuristic stuff. All right. So thanks again, James. Oh, thanks a lot, Rick. Psychops yeah. Winter Ops. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, thanks for listening to Psychop Talks Winter Ops. All right.